Hello, and welcome to the Slider Insider, sprint car racing podcast with a name that sounds vulgar, but it's not, and dirty because it is. My name is Sean, I am your host, and this is the first episode of the podcast. So with this being the first episode of the podcast, uh, I think I'll start off, tell you a little bit about myself, uh, what got me into the world of sprint car racing, and uh, what my goals are with the podcast here. So I grew up around Dayton, Ohio. My dad, growing up for my early childhood in the uh, early 80s, uh, got into drag racing and uh, did that on a uh, weekly or semi-weekly basis there at the uh, Kilcare Speedway and Dragway in uh, Xenia, Ohio. Uh, we did that for a number of years throughout the 80s. Then around, let's say around 89 or 90, uh, we discovered many sprints. Uh, and dirt track racing. Uh, so we watched that for a brief period down at Portsmouth Raceway Park, down in Portsmouth, Ohio, uh, back whenever they had the shorter format there. I believe at the time it was a quarter-mile track. Uh, but we watched that for a brief period, and then we discovered uh, what they call at the time Super Sprints, uh, which were 410 sprint cars, up at uh, KC Raceway in Waverly, Ohio, uh, which is now Atomic Speedway. Uh, once we discovered that, we just really never looked back. Uh, we started attending weekly races there at uh, Casey Raceway every Saturday night. Um, you know, short time later, discovered Eldora Speedway up in the, uh, Rossburg, Ohio, uh, and started attending all the races there. Uh, whenever they had the World of Outlaws and the All Stars and the you know those types of series. Uh, and then also discovered some of the surrounding tracks uh, in Ohio and surrounding area, uh, you know, up around Attica and Fremont, Millstream, uh, up in Finley, Ohio, uh, Wayne County, and then uh, Lawrenceburg Speedway down in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Around the mid-90s, my dad decided he wanted to go sprint car racing, uh, so we made a trip up to the Fremont Racer Swap Meet up at uh, Fremont Speedway. And, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money to get into it, but back in those days, uh, things didn't cost as much as what they do now, obviously. Uh, but we were able to put together a car and uh, an engine and went sprint car racing. We primarily raced around uh, KC Raceway at Waverly, Ohio. Uh, after some time, we extended out, uh, raced a couple times up at Flag City, uh, which is a former Millstream Speedway, Finley, Ohio. Uh, raced a few times at Skyline Speedway down near Athens uh, and some other tracks around Ohio. Uh, raced some of the all-star races up at uh, Eldora uh, and a couple years at the Kings Royal, a couple years at the historical big one. Uh, you know, we were a small-time operation. We didn't have money to be there in the top tier. But, uh, you know, we went up, we ran our heat races, uh, B-Main, uh, things of that nature, and had some fun. So we did that throughout the uh, late 90s and uh, around the early 2000s, uh, you know, after tearing up some equipment, uh, some wear and tear, maintenance, you know, all the things that cost money and, and the rising cost of things at the time, too. Uh, combine that with, uh, you know, some life events that were going on at the time, uh, we made the decision to step away from competition uh, and go back to the spectating. So, you know, we started doing that, uh, continue to do that all the way up to this day. Uh, in more recent years, we have dipped our toe back into competition from time to time uh, with work schedules and life and everything like that. It's hard to do 
you know, get back on a series or weekly action or anything like that. But, you know, we get back out there and race, you know, race here and there. Mainly watch and kind of follow all the ongoings of sprint cars. And, uh, you know, kind of leads me up to this podcast here. So over the last handful of years, I, you know, really got into the podcast world, uh, listening to different podcasts, sprint cars and otherwise. Um, you know, really kind of made an impact on me and, you know, some of my experiences with going to the races and, you know, being involved in the sprint car world and, you know, keeping up to date on things. Uh, you know, I just came up with the idea here. I figured I'd do a podcast and uh, put it out there and, uh, you know, hopefully some other people enjoy it and add some value, uh, to the community. Um, you know, I'm not sure fully my full outcome where we're going to go with this thing. Uh, I know my initial goals, but you know, as we get into time constraints and you know, all that, see how it flows, uh, you know, may tweak things a little bit over time. Uh, but my initial goal is, you know, cover all the, the major series here, uh, give results and, um, news and things like that, uh, as well as some general discussion on, uh, sprint car topics. Uh, I know right now I'm going to kind of lean away from the interview style. There's a lot of shows out there that do that, you know, have guests on and <clears throat> have a full interview with them, things of that nature, uh, which are definitely, you know, those shows have their value and definitely ones I listen to as well. Um, but, you know, I figure they can have that format and I'll, I'll try to do this format and we'll see how it goes. And, you know, never say never that we will never do a format like that. But, you know, for the time being, it's kind of my goal is just new news and uh, topic review and whatever and uh, see how things go. With that said, uh, we'll go ahead and move on to the next topic at hand here and uh, get into the meat of the first episode. Um, so with this being the first episode, we'll do a little bit of catch up and uh, you know talk about some of the things from the off season and you know, leading us up to the current point of uh, where we are right now. One of the hot topics during the off season, uh, the world of outlaws towards the end of their season and going into the off season announced that they were going to require onboard fire suppression systems for all cars uh, for the 2023 season. Um, you know, they feel this is going to make a significant uh, safety difference in the vehicles in the case of fires. Um, and uh, a lot of other series are following suit and uh, making the same requirement as well. Uh, so the different series have announced their plans with that. You know, some of the regional and smaller series have announced uh, plans to you know, recommend but not require, but a lot of the, the more uh, national series and things of that nature are going to require and follow suit with the World of Outlaws. Another recent announcement, Hoosier Tire announced some changes to their tire production for sprint cars for the upcoming season. Uh, a lot of the major series have announced tire rule changes to follow suit. Uh, Hoosier announced they have a new left rear as well as a new right rear uh, for sprint cars. Uh, left rear, they now have the Hoosier D12A, replaces the uh, former RD12 and H12 compounds. And then the uh, new right rear is the D15A, which replaces the former H15 compound. Uh, they will also offer a medium compound for right rears as well. Uh, Hoosier announced that they are going to reduce their SKUs to help with uh, overall production and should lead to a little bit better availability with demand 
Uh, it said they're reducing their SKUs uh, from 1,300 down to 400 uh, to help meet demand. This move also, you know, helps move towards Hoosier creating more of a universal tire compound. Eldora Speedway announced during the offseason that this year, during the 2023 Kings Royal Week, that they're going to run the Eldora Million. Uh, that taking place on Wednesday and Thursday of that week of Kings Royal. Uh, those nights formerly being occupied by the Joker's Wild and most recently by the historical big one. Uh, with that format, uh, Thursday night will pay out $1 million to the winner uh, and it's sure to be a big draw for sprint car teams around the country. Additionally, the Houston Speedway up in South Dakota announced that they're going to have the Houston High Bank Nationals uh, they announced a winning purse of $250,000. Uh, so again, with that being an increased purse this year, uh, that along with the Eldora Million, uh, follows suit with a lot of tracks increasing purses and uh, trying to get a better draw uh, as far as offering a better payout, likely to draw a good crowd there as well. Moving on to series news, World of Outlaws, uh, we already covered the tire rule changes and uh, the addition of the fire suppression systems for the 2023 season. They also recently made announcements for seat belts and some guidelines there to help improve the safety side of things there with the way the belts are mounted and some other things. World of Outlaws also recently announced that Federated Auto Parts will join them as a sponsor for the Dirt Car Nationals uh, and will also move on to sponsor the work zone for the World of Outlaws throughout the 2023 season. Full-timers return to the World of Outlaws for the 2023 season include Logan Schuhart, Jacob Allen, Noah Gass, Bill Rose, Robbie Price, and James McFadden. Uh, there's also speculation Brad Sweet uh, and KKR will be back, as well as a lot of the other series regulars, David Gravel, Carson Macedo, Sheldon Honshield, Donnie Schatz, and others, um, although we still wait to hear official confirmation um, on their plans for the 2023 season. World of Outlaws schedule has been out for a little while now, kicking off with the Dirt Car Nationals down in Volusia Speedway, February 9th through the 11th. Um, and then it picks back up uh, March 5th and 6th after a short break, again at Volusia Speedway down in Florida before moving on to Port Royal Speedway, March 10th and 11th, uh, continuing on with a swing through Williams Grove, Lincoln Speedway on the 17th and 18th, and then on through southern states, uh, Alabama, Mississippi, and Texas to finish out the month of March. Aside from uh, some announcements with rule changes, uh, follow suit with the others with tire rules and things like that, there hasn't really been too many announcements for the All-Stars here recently. Uh, they have put out their schedule a while back and uh, kick things off February 2nd and 3rd at Sonoya Raceway in Georgia. We're moving on to the Dirt Car Nationals at Volusia Speedway in Florida, February 7th and 8th, and then down to East Bay Raceway in Tampa, Florida on uh, February 13th and 14th. Uh, after that, they take a little break and they pick things back up on April 7th at Attica Raceway to kick off their regular season. Moving on to the inaugural season of the High Limit Racing Series, started by uh, Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet. Their schedule's been out there for a little while. Uh, they have made some recent announcements surrounding the schedule. Uh, the race at Thunderbolt Raceway uh, will now take place on March 21st. Uh, some adjustments were made to the date on this to accommodate Kyle Larson's schedule. Uh, him being series co-owner, uh, 
uh, adjusting this to allow him to be present there at the track while I'm one to race and also to help run things as the uh, series co-owner. He also made an announcement that there's a partnership between Shane Stewart and Trackhouse Racing, a race at Lakeside, Kansas, and that race will now be called the Heartland of America Showdown, uh, paying 50000 to win on April 11th. So far, full-timers announced so far for the High Limit Series are Rico Abreu, Brent Marks, Buddy Kofoy, Danny Dietrich, Justin Peck, and Kyle Larson. Moving on to the IRA Bumper to Bumper Series, they've announced some new sponsorship deals for the 2023 season. Verona Safety Supply is now going to be their driver's main sponsor, and Competition Specialist Racing Engines will now be their fast time sponsor for the 2023 season. Uh, they have put a schedule out there uh, with things kicking off on April 7th at 34 Raceway in West Burlington, Iowa, before moving on to Beaver Dam Raceway April 15th up in Wisconsin. Next, we have some schedule news for Fast on Dirt. Uh, they released their schedule. Uh, pretty good schedule this year, moving throughout Ohio, Pennsylvania, and the uh, surrounding areas. Uh, things kick off there for them April 8th at Atomic Speedway in Waverly, Ohio and then continue on the next weekend with their normal schedule, uh, continuing on the Wayne County Speedway in Oroville, Ohio. The OVSCA kicked things off at Atomic Speedway on March 18th, followed by two more visits on April 22nd and May 6th, and then followed up by a visit to Ohio Valley Speedway in West Virginia on May 19th, and then the Brush Creek Motorsports Complex on May 20th. For the NARC King of the West series out in California, they've announced similar changes to World of Outlaws and some of the other series with the fire suppression systems and tire rule changes. Um, they've also announced that they're going to have a format change for this year. Uh, the new format will mirror other series similar to the All-Stars uh, with the way transfers and lineups and things like that work. Uh, they also made an announcement Justin Cox will be joining the series full-time in 2023 with Bates Hamilton Racing. Uh, sounds like they had some one-off races last year that went fairly well and uh, may have made the decision to race full-time with the NARC series in 2023. Saw some news about Calistoga Speedway. Uh, they're currently awaiting a bond measure to pass the fund facility maintenance, but it sounds like if that were to pass, Calistoga does stand a chance to come back as an operating facility in the near future. Uh, so wishing them the best, and hopefully that's the case, and we get to see some more races at Calistoga. Holy Croft had announced that the 2022 season would be his final season racing with the NARC Series last year, as he planned on retirement. But after a career-best outing of second in points in 2022, he's now contemplating his racing future with the Series. Skagit Speedway in Washington have announced plans to build a new scoring tower. The new scoring tower and business center will replace the 1970s era tower that's currently in place. The NARC series have their 2023 schedule out, features 24 races at 15 tracks. It kicks off on March 18th at Silver Dollar Speedway in Chico, California, before moving on to Stockton on April 1st. Moving on to the MOA series, they kicked their season off at 34 Raceway in West Burlington, Iowa on April 7th and 8th with a co-section race with the IRA Bumper to Bumper Series before moving on to Jacksonville Speedway on May 5th, followed by Highland Speedway on May 6th. 
As for other tracks, it looks like Lincoln Speedway will kick off their Icebreaker weekend on February 25th and 26th, followed by a race on March 4th. Williams Grove looks to have their opener on March 12th. And you have a lot of series kicking things off around the March 18th weekend uh, and moving on into April around the weekend of April 7th and 8th. Uh, looks to be a strong starting point for a lot of tracks as well. And with that, I'll go ahead and conclude the first episode of the Slider Insider podcast. Uh, as I go along, again, this is the first podcast I've ever done. Uh, it is a learning experience for me, and I'm learning as I go. Um, so please be patient with me. And, uh, you know, I do add, wish to add some value to the listeners and the racing community that I'm passionate about. So at some point, I would like to incorporate more with wingless racing, uh, midgets, 360s, those sort of things. But for now, I'm going to just stick with the 410 wing sprints uh, and try to get a format nailed down. And once I can get comfortable with that, uh, I may add in some things um, or subtract some things as I go along. So we'll see how it goes. And uh, again, I appreciate everybody's patience through all that. For upcoming episodes, uh, you know, this episode was meant to catch us up a little bit, get us up to current. Uh, and then once we get to Dirt Car Nationals and some of the opening races there in February, uh, I'll have some episodes surrounding those. Uh, may or may not take a little break after Dirt Car Nationals, depending on what all is going on and how much there is to talk about. Uh, but then once we get full swing into the season, I'm hoping to have weekly episodes and uh, keep everybody updated and uh, go over the current ongoings and results from uh, from the week. So that is my plan. Um, again, my name's Sean. I'm the host for the Slider Insider, and I uh, hope to see you next time. Thank you.